Okay. We are live. So what we're going to do is we're going to go ahead and kick the intro to our... Hi, I'm Kim Jacobs, The Balance Doctor. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of The Kim Jacobs Show. Be sure to subscribe to The Kim Jacobs Show right on YouTube. Turn on your notification bell to all so you never miss a beat. And guess what? Every time you watch, you're going to receive a real relevant and relatable guest that's going to share with you a piece of the puzzle on this journey called life that will help you be able to manage just a little bit smoother. At the end of the day, the Kim Jacobs Show goal is to be able to provide balance to the world one household at a time. Everyone and welcome to this episode of the Kim Jacobs Show. We are so excited to be here with you today. We're going to be talking about disrupting the status quo. That alone is a topic that everyone needs to share immediately to everyone that you know. Dr. Sanja is here along with several of her co-authors, and they are the collaborating authors of Disrupting the Status Quo. You don't want to miss this show today. So go ahead and grab your virtual seats. Let us know where you're visiting in from. We'll be popping your comments up throughout today's broadcast. And we are so happy to have each of you ladies here today. How are you all today? Great, 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 great. And Dr. Sonia, where are you from? And each of you respectively, Sherry and then Desiree and Doretha and Toya. Tell me where you all are located. I know y'all have come together for this project, but where are you located? I think you're muted, Dr. Sanja, and you, only you can unmute I, yourself. I am in Chicago, Illinois. I'm in Chicago, oh, so you, is it still cold there? Uh, yes, yes, oh. reasonably cold. I yes. know, it was like in Charlotte, North Carolina is where I am. And this mm -hmm. morning, my daughter and I, we went walking to walk the dog and it was like 20 something degrees. I had to pull out my old school bomber, y'all. Yeah. I was like, I'm with the, what the, you know, the downing fur and everything. I was like, yeah. cold, cold. Yeah, so, we're supposed to be about 42 and we're 30, under 30 right now. We're freezing, so. Wow, wow. How about you, Sherry? Where are you located? I'm in Glastonbury, Connecticut. Okay, and tell us about that area. How's it? How's it been out in the Connecticut area? Yeah, uh, you know, every day is a different day. Um, it's kind of like life, right? I mean, we had a sixty-five degree day. It was beautiful. I went out for a hike with my dogs, and um, yesterday it was in the thirties, and last night it snowed. And this morning it's uh, I think it's twenty some twenty-seven degrees. So oh I, I, I don't know. You know, I just kind of look forward to uh, what am I waking up to. Every day, it's like, okay, I'm going to wake up to something new, different, <laughs> unpredictable, whatever. And how about you, Desiree? I see you in your car over there, so you're a traveling sensation over there. Where are you? I'm in Illinois, and it's no snow, but there was snow yesterday, or day before yesterday, but it's sunny. Okay. It feels great. Wow. Wow, okay. And, okay, who else is on here? Let's see. What about you, Doretha? Where are you located? I am located in Chicago. I'm currently in Atlanta with my family, but yeah, Chicago, that place where you can experience every season within a week. So, <laughs> That's the yeah. best description I think yeah. I've ever heard. You don't, like you were saying with Connecticut over there, but yeah. in Chicago, it's like you can experience everything. You need the yeah. shorts, you need the, every particular <laughs> outfit just exactly. to be on the safe side. Yes. 
That's funny. I have my brother lives in Chicago. So when we went mm -hmm. to visit him, exactly what you're saying. One day we were in tank tops. Another day we had our jacket. <laughs> I was like, what is happening here? How is this possible? All four seasons in one. All, yeah. all the seasons in one. Wow. Okay. Okay. And how about you, Toya? <laughs> yes, I'm in a uh, suburb of Chicago um, and I'm experiencing the same thing. I stepped out the door this morning and I was like, oh, there's still snow on the grass. So, you know, <laughs> still dealing with it. That's amazing. Amazing. Okay. All right. Listen, so I'm excited. I'm in, in Charlotte. Y'all got me about to say Chicago. Charlotte. I almost said Chicago messing with y'all. But I'm in the Charlotte, North Carolina area, as I said, and I'm honored to have each of you all here. That's the beauty of these type of platforms now where you get a chance to connect. I've connected with so many more people around the world, just globally, that I would have never probably encountered had, I, had we not had this type of be forced to go to this type of format. And I've had people on from Greece, from the Philippines, from Hawaii. I was like, who knew that this was actually going to end up being a, a global program, you know? So anyway, today we're talking with the authors of Disrupting the Status Quo. And you can see that backdrop back there um, behind Dr. Sonia. And I want to make sure that we get a chance to hear from the visionary herself that's collaborated this particular anthology project. There are over 22, if I'm not mistaken, right? There are 22 of us, and these ladies have been phenomenal. They've been phenomenal to work with. Um, some of them are first-time authors. Some of them have been authors. But this project has really blown all of our minds. And I'm just honored to be able to be the visionary authors with these and the other ones that are around the world, even from Canada. So it's been a blessing. It's been an honor to serve them. Um, and that's what I consider being serving them. And I have just watched them um, blossom, you know, even doing this project. So um, I'm just honored. Yes. I'm honored to have you here. And when we come back from this commercial break, I'm going to formally introduce you and then ask you a few questions, if you don't mind. That's fine. All right. Right after this commercial break, we'll be right back, everybody. I'm attorney Kenneth D. Snow, and at the Snow Legal Group, justice is our job. For more than 20 years, attorney Snow has been fighting for justice and winning cases in the Carolinas by providing aggressive representation in criminal defense, domestic violence, family law, serious injury, and wrongful death. If you've been injured or lost a loved one in an accident, including tractor trailer or ride chair, you need the Snow Legal Group by your side. Fighting for justice and fighting for you. Visit SnowLegal.com. Call 704-358-0026 for a free virtual consultation. Located at 68. 27 Fairview Road, Suite D in South Park. All right, everyone, and welcome back. Listen, Dr. Sanja Rickett Stinson is the founder and CEO of the Matthew House Incorporated, which many times she's been here on our platform already, and she's talked about her phenomenal project as a 501c3 nonprofit organization that helps homeless citizens. But Dr. Stinson's leadership the organization has grown from delivering essential services to providing 73 units of permanent supporting housing. That is a mind-blowing thing that everybody should know about worldwide. Dr. Stenson stresses that homelessness is an experience that people go through. I can tell you firsthand that I have been in a situation where I did not have a home. And so homelessness is something that people go 
through. It's not a label that defines who they are. This is so profound. In addition to, I'm not going to go through all of her things pertaining to the Matthew House. I'll let her talk more about that. But Dr. Sten, Dr. Sanja's coaching and consulting, which assists both profit and nonprofit organizations and businesses. She specializes in helping entrepreneurs. And hence, that's one of the things that she's here for today. Women over the age of 40 to build their confidence and to propel lasting legacies. She is the founding pastor of Victory and Grace Christian Church in Chicago and serves as the apostolic covering for True Love Christian Church in Chicago. There are so many things, literally, that this woman is embodies and embraces, but she has earned her bachelor's degree from DePaul University and Master of Divinity from McCormick Theological Cemetery. I mean, cemetery, I'm thinking, I see, you know what? My mm -hmm. sister passed away, yeah. so I'm thinking all of death yeah. is unfortunate, yeah. but but her divine, her Master of Divinity degree from McCormick Theological Seminary, a Master of Education in Concordia University and a Doctor of Ministry from Northern Theological Seminary. This woman is a trailblazer. That's what she is. She's a trailblazer. She's a mentor, a leader, a humanitarian, a minister, an author, a business coach. You name it, I promise you, there's a piece of it in her. So welcome, Dr. Sonia, to the Kim Jacobs Show. How are you today? I'm fine, Kim, and thank you for having me back on. I just love your spirit, and even in the loss of, we, we send condolences to the loss of your sister, and it just shows your strength that you still believe in serving others, even as you're going through that bereavement. Um, and you're so right. This has been a very great global platform. And yes, I am from Chicago. And this book was birthing me eight months before I released it um, because I knew that I was a disruptor, but I wanted to put it in words because a disruptor is someone that prioritized and aligned their vision with where they want to be. And mm -hmm. so I, I, when I put this project together, I had no idea. I really, really depended on my faith. I said, Lord, I want to do this project. And I knew exactly the book cover that I wanted. I knew exactly the title. Uh, I didn't, didn't know where all of the people would come from, but the Lord promised me, he says, you just yes. be obedient. And, and that's what happened. So <clears throat> a long story short, um, we now have 21 remarkable, phenomenal women from across the world who have <clears throat> become best-selling authors three badges. And one of the remarkable things that I will say to these women that between the Amazon South cover book and their pre-sales, they sold over a thousand copies. They're number one bestseller. We were the number one release. Um, <clears throat> and we were the number one South covered doing our bestsellers campaign. So they did a phenomenal job and they're continuing. They have their own coaching and their own business and things like that. So all of these women are, are business entrepreneurs, ministers, first ladies, and they be, and they be, they began to do what it is, be disruptors, be the disruptors that they are. So I'm just delighted to be able to serve them in this project. And we do have disrupting the status volume two coming and you'll hear a lot more about that later and i'm going <laughs> to yield the mic and let these ladies have an opportunity to introduce themselves and their businesses and what this project has done for them 
Well, before you yield the mic, and I know that's what every great leader does, I just want to make sure that you share a tip with people that may be aspiring authors and they don't really know where to begin. Maybe you can tell them how, because like these wonderful women became a part of your project. How do people take that first step to becoming an author? Well, you know, there are many, 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 you know, anthology is the new quote unquote 21st century to 19. 2019 to 22. You know, what I say is that if you cannot write your full manuscript, then join an anthology project, get the coaching, get, get your foot, get your feet wet, do a chapter. And a chapter can lead to you producing a chat, uh, a class or writing a class or starting your own podcast. But I would say, get started. Don't be afraid. My coach, um, Dr. Cheryl Wool says that someone is waiting on the story that you are sitting on. And I say that to everyone. Your story is important and your story needs to be told. You have to be the architect of your story because if you do not tell your story, then it will be it will be powerless. But when you do tell your story, it becomes powerful because there's someone out there that have went through some of the things that you have went through and you can be part of their healing. So I would say definitely do not be afraid to venture out, even with people you don't know, and join an anthology project. And the last thing I would say, be willing to invest in you. Be willing to invest in your dreams, your goals, and your vision and take it to the next level. Wow. You have such great advice. And I know that you're in this project with Dorothy Wilson and uh, Kern Cherry and some other powerhouses and these wonderful powerhouses represented here today. So I am just honored that you graced the Kim Jacobs show to be able to share this book with everyone today. I can't, I can't wait to hear from each of you all. So Desiree, we're going to go ahead and, and go over to you. And I think if I'm not mistaken, let me pull you over here for a second. If I'm not mistaken, Desiree, and you tell me the name of your chapter is Woman Up Girl. That's yes. is that how you meant to say it. Let me yes, Woman Up Girl. Absolutely. <laughs> so tell us, okay, tell us about your chapter. And and well, I, you know, I want to do, I'm gonna do a formal introduction, but I, I wanted to just hear why Woman Up Girl right quick, and then I'm gonna go to a formal introduction of you. Talk to us. So why Woman Up Girl? Thank you so much for having us on your show, Kim. Thank you so much. Uh, it's an honor to be here. Woman Up Girl is about getting from the bed to the floor. A lot of us are complacent and we get stuck in just comfort and no movement. And so it's just about encouraging, inspiring young women and women to get up and do something, make a change, do something different. You know, we can't make a change if we're just sitting by the sidelines. So it's Woman Up Girl, get up, do what you got to do. That is good. That's good. I was reading through your bio and it says here, Desiree Fleming is an entrepreneur, wife, mother, author, playwright, motivational strategist, speaker, and evangelist known as Lady Des and Coach Des. Desiree possesses a powerful and uplifting voice she uses to deliver inspiration, empowerment, and motivation to women, men, and teens. And you were specifically, you can relate to some specific areas. And I'll, instead of me just, I hate to just read through the bio, I'd rather you get to talk about your teenage experience. Talk to us about that for a second. So I was a teenage mom for one. I was a teenage high school dropout for two. And I was also in a domestic violent relationship as a teenager. So mm. I've encountered a lot of things as a teen. Uh, 
as a, I remember as a girl, you know, just dealing with watching my mom be beat um, by my stepfather. My mother, my mother was actually shot at. I watched my mother. My mother could have been killed right in front of all of our my siblings and myself. Dang. But God did not let that happen. The bullet did graze my mom's car. But I watched this happen as a girl, found myself in a domestic violent relationship as a teenager and lost a sister to do, 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 due to domestic violence. So I've watched a lot of things happen as a teen and been through a lot of things. And those things actually helped to push me to do better even now in my life because of the things I encountered. So I, I try to woman up in a lot of areas. I even tell my daughter about womaning up when she's having conversations, when she feels like she has to play down herself or dummy down for other people, I say, hey, this is your woman up moment. You know? mm, so it's a whole movement for you, kind of. Because I, oh, I, yeah. I think in this view, I'm able to see you guys better here. So so you, when you say woman up, you really are saying what in specific? Like when you say, look, woman oh. up, I just heard how you said it to your daughter. You're like, this is your moment to, to woman up. So what is a so woman up moment from your perspective? So so a woman up moment, for example, if I'm talking to my daughter, if she is intimidated by conversations, I share with her, this is your opportunity to woman up, take charge, own your voice, be who you are, and do not play down who you are for anybody. That's her woman up moment. Well, for another person's woman up moment would be like for me when I hadn't finished high school, my woman up moment was to take charge of my future, was to mm. take charge of my destiny, go back to school, finish it, get my GED, go to college, you know, run my business. I womaned up where I felt like I was a girl, where I felt like I had no power. So we're talking to that girl, get up, girl, do what you have to do because you have it in you to do. And I think we forget that we, it's called, it's really a woman up moment to me mm -hmm. when you have to, when you own your voice, it's a woman up moment to me when you accept something that's different and what you've never ex uh, experienced before. Take, take, like, this is an opportunity. I'm womaning up in this moment. I am taking the opportunity to woman up, be who I am, embrace who I am, even if others don't understand it. I'm going to understand me. I'm going to appreciate me. I'm going to woman up and be the best me. That's real good right there. If you didn't learn anything else today from what Desiree is sharing, it we all have that woman up that we have to kind of come to Jesus moment with ourselves and say, listen, this is enough is enough. Don't worry about the naysayers. Don't worry about the haters. But at this point, woman up and stop, stop letting other people take hold to you. As my grandma would Absolutely. say, don't let other people take hold to your mind. Mm -hmm. You need to gain control of what God gave you to mm -hmm. do and what he gifted you to do. And I can't wait for everyone to read your chapter on woman up Thank girl. Thank you. I love it. I love it. Thank so listen, how can people stay connected with you as well on, I see your Facebook in different places. So tell us some ways that people can stay connected with you. So they can, uh, they can find me on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, um, I'm sorry, Clubhouse. All of my handles are Coach Des Talks. Coach Des Talks all the way across. Okay. That's real good. Y'all make sure y'all take a moment and, and, and follow her on all of these different social media platforms, Facebook, TikTok, Instagram, Clubhouse. All of it is Coach Des, D-E-S. For those that are podcast listeners, Coach Des talks and make sure you stay connected with her. What else do you have going on? We'd love to hear some other things about you as well, Desiree. Tell us anything else that you want to share. Thank you so much. Well, I, I, I'm recently launching a Woman Up Girl movement. It's called a Think Tank Team, 
where we are bringing women together who are coaches. And so I've launched my first talk show like yours. Um, <laughs> it's called Coach Dash Presents Woman Up Girl. And so we uh, did our first taping last week. So that's coming up. It will be on YouTube and on our, in the different other social media outlets. So look for Woman Up Girl where we are empowering women. We're talking to teen, from teens all the way to menopause. And so we're hitting every area about womaning up. If you're dealing with menopause, you know, you don't have to live in it. You don't have to embrace it. Know that it's happening and get control of it so it doesn't take control of you. So I'm excited that uh, Woman Up Girl is coming to um, social media soon. All right, y'all. Y'all got something even better, more better. Like people say, more better to look forward to. <laughs> Literally, Coach Des is going to be having a talk show that's getting ready to debut really soon. And as soon as it hits the the airways and the all the social media ways, we are definitely going to continue to promote that. Is Coach you. Des talks presents woman up girl podcast and it's hitting the scene soon so so glad that that's going to be coming down the pike for you all right so Thank let's you. see toya toya let's get you over here in the hot seat how are you today <laughs> i am doing great thank you so much for uh inviting uh me and the team and the team on today this i can't wait awesome. to have all of y'all on. So Dr. Sonia, I hope you're going to have all 22 of them coming through because the messages that are being shared today are messages that every woman needs to hear and be able to pull from some aspect of what they're going through in life. So Toya, right after this commercial break, which we're going to be hearing from our episode sponsor, Silver Shield Security. So right after this commercial break, we're going to come back and I'm going to talk more to you about your chapter in the book. Disrupting the status quo. Awesome. It's not just another day. It's a brand new day full of all the fun, love, and laughter you and your family create. Silver Shield Security understands feeling at home means feeling safe and happy. No credit checks, no contracts. We offer payment arrangements, and we'll even give you a free door camera. Find out how we can brighten your day even more at silvershield-security.com. Silver Shield Security. All right, and we are back. So let's get ready to talk with Toya. Toya, tell us about your chapter in this amazing book. Talk to us for a moment. Okay, great. Well, the name of my chapter is Mediocrity, the Thief of Entrepreneurship. And, uh yeah, so I experienced firsthand how uh, mediocrity can steal your entrepreneurial spirit. It can it can keep you at a place of complacency and keep you at a place of being stagnant where you're not doing anything. You know, you have these these visions, you have these dreams and these ideas that's on the inside of you, but if you yield to uh, be a mediocre. It'll it'll still it'll steal what it is that that's on the inside of you. So I went through some. Uh, I share my testimony of some things that I had went through, uh, starting my very first business and the uh, the rejection and the fears that I experienced almost made me not even want to do business ever again in life. I was fine being behind the scenes pushing everybody else and not going forward and doing what it is that I know that I was called to do. That's that's amazing. Now you said 12 years old, there was something that happened in your life that was life-changing. Talk to us about that. 
Okay. Um, when I was 12, uh, I gave my life to Jesus. And um, I really had some great experiences with the Lord at 12 years old. Um, some mature things, you know, the Lord, you know, would show me different things and speak to me. And um, I was, you know, just being used by God, you know, laying hands on people. And uh, in school, I was witnessing and talking to my friends about the Lord and just really um, had some really interesting uh, experiences um, later on in life, I, you know, accept the call of God on my life uh, yeah. as a minister and as a prophet and uh, just continue to move forward in that. But even in yet in that, I had to overcome mediocrity. I had to overcome and crush that spirit because uh, it, it does, it's, it has no boundaries. If you That's yield to it in one area, it'll, it'll transform into every area. I'm, I'm glad you're saying that because, Toya, when I read through your bio here and you've already shared that at the age of 12, you gave your life to Christ. And as an adult that you committed, you're committed to being mm -hmm. a leader and a prophet of God's word and a teacher. You're anointed to operate as a spiritual midwife and through mm -hmm. his grace to birth and activate many people into their purpose and their destiny. Mm -hmm. This right here alone is a mouthful when you hear somebody or, or read somebody. Let me put it in a different view here. When you read somebody's bio and it has that at the intro, y'all mm -hmm. better brace yourselves and know that God has a specific calling on this woman's life mm -hmm. and she can see through. She can, she can, she can see <laughs> visually to say that what God is putting in her spirit to help birth out that greatness in you. And that's yes. what I kind of see when I'm hearing and reading through this bio and how exactly. you have a passion for serving and empowering people. So let me just understand. You said that you are, you've been married now for 30 years. You have five yes. children and yes, three grandchildren. Talk mm -hmm. to us about how you inspire <laughs> yeah. your family members to get past mediocrity. Cause it starts sometimes at home, right? Yes, it does. Um, like you were saying, um, one of the things that I recognized as I was growing in the Lord is that um, God uses me to encourage and push people to their necks. That's one of the, um, uh, I guess, when you want to say the handles that God gave me is an encourager, is getting people to their necks. And that's something, you know, God had really uh, connected me with uh, a man of God where we both have a passion to push people and help them discover their purpose and destiny in God. And so with my children, I've always, me and my husband have always encouraged them to move forward in your passion, move forward in your purpose. Just don't take any kind of job. Just don't try to do just anything just yes. to get by, but do what it is that you've discovered God has given you a gift and a passion for and move forward with that, with that because you're not going to be fulfilled if you're not doing what it is your passion and what you're called to do. People work at the post office for 40, 50 years and they're a great cook and never, you know, they cook for their family, but who would have known if they would have stepped out and trust God and believe God to open up a restaurant, they could have been millionaires. They could have been changing lives, but they're not focusing on what it is. They're not focusing on their purpose and their passion. And so that's one of the things uh, that's in my heart and how I push my kids and my husband, you know, we push one another as destiny partners to move forward and push our friends and our, you know, our relatives do what it is God called you to do. You know, I love Desiree, you know, she's a woman up girl. You know, we, we both, we're both pushing people get up and do what it is that God called you to do and don't waste any time. 
That's so good. So what advice would you give people that are outside of your family and they don't know really where to start? They're like, I'm trying to figure out this thing called life, but I really don't know what first step to take. Do you have any advice that you could share with them? I know that you don't want to go too far into your whole book, but your chapter, but just tell us one nugget, at least that would be that thing from your perspective. The one nugget I would say is don't ignore uh, don't ignore the gifts and the talents that's on the inside of you. God put those in you. And sometimes we take them for granted and think that, oh, that's just something I do. No, these are clues to your destiny. These are things that God is showing you that this is who I made you to be. And just because circumstances and people may discourage you or don't think you know that it's relevant, don't think it is significant, you got to examine it and go back and think that it's important. Yes, you have definitely. you have to embrace it and move forward with it and push past that and go to your next. That's good. Going to your next, y'all. Listen, let me see here. I see. Is this some <laughs> your man of God? Yes, it is. That's my. Is husband. that your man of God? That's what <laughs> yes. I want to know. <laughs> yes, my man of God. That's my husband, Prophet Don Garner. Yes. And then you know what? Now the Lord probably told you, Kim, gonna try and deep dive right quick into some <laughs> kind of social media and find something. Something. I'll be trying over here. I'm like, help me, Lord, help me. Okay. I know, I know. <laughs> Now, what about this? Oh, those are my grandkids. That's uh, Brianna and Armani. All right. I couldn't find but so many pictures because I'm trying to look and do it and listen and everything. It's kind (laughs) of hard. But I just see some photos here. I thought I'd just put them. Yeah, we love to have fun. We love that. One thing we want to enjoy, we are endeavoring to enjoy life and and just enjoy just being with one another. And, you know, I just wanted to say last night, you know, they had the Oscars and everything. Uh, the Lord had really blessed us. Uh, we have a business called um, Women That Sparkle, where we acknowledge the accomplishments and achievements of African-American women. So we had our own Academy Award last night. Uh, we uh, acknowledged 24 women uh, that were uh, making moves and doing things uh, in their community and in their cities. Wow. And uh, we honored them last night to show them that, you know what? God honors them, what they're doing, that their labor is not in vain. And uh, we wanted to showcase them and honor them and, you know, and present them with awards. So we did that virtually. It was awesome. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm just excited about making sure, you know, and pushing people to move forward, you know, and enjoy their life. Go through this life with grace and with peace and with joy and be fulfilled. Yes. To God be the glory. And I see here, I want to make sure people know how to stay connected with you. I'm going to, I didn't have it in the back chat area, but it's Toya. Tell me if I'm right. ToyaGarner.com. Yes, Mm ma'am. Okay. And, and what, and they'll be able to stay connected with you there. Yes. And then also I'm on, I have a YouTube channel called getting you to your next. And um, also I'm also on Instagram at Toya Garner. Okay. I'm going to put, I'm going to put the, or IG at Toya Garner, because if you follow if you follow her on these two platforms here, mm-hmm. you'll automatically be able to get to her. Right. You'll they'll be able to get to you on all of your social media. Yes. platforms, yes. Correct. Mm-hmm. OK. Yeah. I'm going to put that up because I want to make sure that you have a way for people to stay connected with yes. you. And there we go. Okay. So Toya Garner, G-A-R-N-E-R dot com. dot com. You can go to her her IG as well and follow her as well at Toya Garner. And also if, when you, when you're not talking, if you put in the private chat, your YouTube 
channel. We'll post that up too before the end of the sure, broadcast. All problem. right. All right. So listen, this has been incredible. Just being able to learn how to move past mediocrity. If we could learn that, that that's, I think that's like mastering yeah. an important component. Because so many times we procrastinate because of mediocrity. Mm -hmm. We're unsure. We're fearful. We're, uh, I don't know, so many components that come around being medio mediocre. It's not that people just want to be mediocre, right? It's like, I'm kind of nervous or it's another component that's hindering us, right? Mm -hmm. Right. Right. It's the fear. It's the fear. It's the fear of change. It's the fear of doing something different. It's the fear of coming out of your comfort zone. Mediocrity is a is a comfortable, safe, soft, warm place that will keep you broke, that will keep you from being who you're supposed to be, that will keep you miserable. Um, it, it's the devil. <laughs> so it's something that'll just keep you out of your place of fulfillment. A mediocrity will keep you, let me put that, mediocrity will keep you broke. That is a huge point. We'll keep you broke. You do not want to be finding yourself broke just because you're not willing to step out of your comfort zone and do something mm -hmm. different. Now, I see a lot of comments that's coming in. I'm going to pop some of these comments on the screen and let's see. I see. Uh, let's see. I see music by Phil saying, good morning, Kim Jacobs. And you and your wonderful company have an awesome show today. Many blessings for me and my wife and music by Phil. He's actually Phil Walters. And you can follow him as well on social media. And him and his wife both live blind. They're they're blind, yeah. and they're he's an expert on the Kim Jacobs show. But his story is phenomenal. So make sure that you all, if you have questions or anything, make sure that you pop them on the screen, and I'll be happy to go to them. Mackenzie, do not pop up the comment by this person that's up here. So don't pop that up. There are some hagglers, and I don't know with you working the backstage today if you know that. All right, so. Um, Let's see. Also, my cousin Veronica is on and she says, that's awesome, Tanya. And life is too short to be stagnant. Yes. Thank you for that great comment. And let's see. Let's see. Any other comments? There's a lot of comments that come in. I see you, mom, as well. Make sure that you all keep your comments flowing and we will pop them up throughout today's broadcast. Today, I'm also doing a slight training for one of my team members backstage. So y'all are like, I, I work everything by myself typically. So I'm trying to expand and, and not be mediocre <laughs> over there, Toya, right? I'm trying my best to make sure that you delegate and do some things because that's the only way that you can get better. I have a new hat and roles and responsibilities that I have on my plate and I cannot do everything by myself. So I have to have a great team surrounding me, you know? Amen. That's important. Amen. And so as we continue on throughout today's broadcast, I just want to make sure that you keep your comments flowing in and we will recognize them. We're going to, let's go to Sherry. Let me pull Sherry over. I see you, Desiree, coming back in as well. So I'll pop you back on the screen. Sherry, how are you today? Hi, I'm great. How are you? I'm doing wonderful. Listen, after this commercial break, I would love for us to hear about you and your journey in disrupting the status quo. Is that fair? Absolutely. All right, everybody. We'll be back right after this commercial break. When someone has lost a loved one, they want to know what exactly happened. They want to know, is the other person going to be held responsible? And they want closure. 
At Hunter and Everich, we'd help clients that have lost a loved one move on and to do that with dignity and respect that they deserve. All right, everyone, we are back and we're talking with some of the authors from Disrupting the Status Quo. All right. So Divine Strategy, is that you? No, no, you're not. You should. Let me go back. See who. Okay. Tell me the name of your chapter. Because Okay. Here, here. The Power of Silence. Yes. Yes. Okay. The Power of Silence. And that's the name of your chapter. Is Sherry is a cafe or cafe or what? It's cafe. Yes. Yeah, okay. Hey, girl, I'm good. I'm good. Yeah, okay. So Sherry Cafe <laughs> is a business development professional with more than 17 years of experience providing companies with successful solutions, helping them stay more strategic. We all need that, Sherry. Strategic and focused, focused to achieve their key performance indicators more quickly and manage self-care while building organizational success. That, that right there, boom. That's like a drop the mic moment for me. I see a whole lot of stuff, but you've worked with the most significant corporate executives, including leaders in 13 of the Fortune 100 and nine of the Fortune 500 companies. I see that here. You're a single mother. Um, You were a young single mother and you were homeless. We're going to talk about that for a second and some other things that you've had to overcome that are earth shattering. I'm going to leave it there for a minute and just ask that you all welcome Sherry to the Kim Jacobs show. Sherry, that's that's a wow. You've gone through a lot. Yes, yes, I have. It's, uh, so talk, it's talk a journey. To us about it. Talk to talk to us about your journey for a moment, please. Yep. So um, I was a young single mother, um, and when I became that mother, I didn't have a support system or people around me to help. I became homeless, and it was uh, you know people ask me, would you go back and change anything, or what would you change, and Looking back now, I wouldn't change anything because it's, it's made me the person that I am and it's made me the strong person that I am. And even though I know the views that I had um, throughout that and what I appreciated, I I know now um, what I appreciate even more. And I have my views have only become even stronger in helping people and um, supporting people, um, helping them achieve their goals um, letting know that they're not alone in situations because when somebody says, I understand, I really do understand because I've been there and I get it. And, you know, <laughs> Sherry, Sherry, just as I, I interject there for one second, mm-hmm. when I, I say I understand to people, that's exactly what I mean. I understand. I've been there. But yeah. people don't always know your story or your journey, nor do you have to always scream it from the mountaintop mm-hmm. that this is what I've been through. So that's why I'm trying to <laughs> click you in the head and tell you, think about what I'm saying. That so most people may not know your story, mm-hmm. or that you've been a young single mother. You've experienced some serious physical ailments in your life, right? Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. I had cancer for five years. Um, I had, uh, you know, I had a, um, I had a, a part started out with a partial hysterectomy, which went to a double mastectomy, uh, lymph node removed. I had reconstruction surgery, a few surgeries in between to clean it up, and then I had my ovary removed as well. And, and that Sherry, that is, um, not everybody makes it from that. Not everybody makes it from what you experienced and all that you just rattled off Mm -hmm. as the things that you've gone through. There are so many people that have transitioned off of this earth to the other side, to where their permanent resting place is 
that had almost probably the same type of cancers that you've had. My sister transitioned and she had she had multiple types of cancer in her body and she fought a great fight. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the day, guess what, Sherry? I believe she still won. Yeah. Because whether we whether I win here on this side of earth or whether I win by going to be with my heavenly father forever, I still win. Does that make sense? We still win. You don't lose when you fight cancer. You win because you're fighting. You are already a winner in the fight. You know, you can't let it, you can't let it defeat you and you can't take it as you're being defeated. That's interesting. And now, you know, I'm glad you said that too, because, and you might be able to clarify this for people that are watching, because when I put on Facebook, I said, my sister is healed. And just so everybody knows, this is my sister that I'm talking about, but I said, my sister is, is healed of cancer. And I said that, and I got a few comments, you know, just privately to me saying that, hey, I thought you said she was healed. You know, I was like, she is healed. She claimed healing. That's mm-hmm. what she actually said is I am healed, Kim, no matter what comes, no matter what goes, no matter what happens with this physical body that she was healed. And that's what she screamed out even from the mountaintops, even up until the morning that, that she transitioned. So, Sherry, with you having battled cancel your, yourself, can you shed light on permanent healing? from her perspective, because I can't, because I haven't had cancer. So I can't talk from that perspective. So there were days that I was sitting on the floor screaming in pain and just crying. And um, I I had sent my son away during the hardest part of it. I sent my son away. I said, he wanted to stay home. And I said, you know what? You need to go be a kid. Your job is to be a kid. Your job is not to take care of me. So I wanted him to go be with the boys, go travel, go with his Boy Scouts and and still enjoy himself. And I took care of myself and I had a nurse that came. Um, I said, you'll be back for the, you'll be back at the, you know, after the hard part. I don't want you to see that. Mm. Um, But being where I am now, it just, um, it's a, it's a different feeling. It's, you know, not going through that, knowing that I went through that has made me a different person as well. I mean, I took care of people that had it, but actually going through it is a totally different experience um, coming out the other side and all that you go through. You don't realize how strong you have to be or how strong you are until you have to be that strong. That's amazing. What else, what else will readers be able to get from your chapter when they're reading your chapter in, um, in disrupting the status quo? So mine is really about, I mean, it's the power of silence. There's power in silence. Um, it, it goes back to the beginning of my, one of my first corporate jobs and, and taking me through, through corporate and through, through life. And I remember being told to sit in the room and remember my place, to not speak up in a room full of men, to go to the back of the line and to wait to be taken care of. Um, and there's one conversation that really stands out to me that I was coming out of a room and the president of the company was walking by. And this is somebody who worked his way up from the, working in the mail room to doing all the jobs in between. And you were never too big or too small to talk to him. And he said to me, don't ever forget who you are. Don't ever forget what you know. You are just as good as anybody else in that room. Yes, they've earned respect. They've earned a title. But that does not mean that you have to sit there and be quiet. You don't have to sit there and not ask questions. You don't have to sit there and not do anything. You have every right to speak up just as everybody else in that room does. It doesn't matter what level you're at. And that has stuck with me through everything I've done. So whenever I've been told 
not to be quiet or I've been told just sit and listen and I didn't do it. And then I was pulled out in the room and they said, no, don't belittle me. I said, I'm not belittling you. I have every right to do this. I have every right to speak up. And ironically, these were in rooms full of men and they didn't like a woman being smart Mm. or being at their level or Mm. being able to talk to them in that way or understand what they were saying, thinking that I was below them when I wasn't. Right. I stood my ground. And I always remembered that one conversation um, at the beginning of my career. And I, I mean, I talked to him years later about it. And he just said, do not ever let anybody tell you those things. You have mm-hmm. every right. Wow. So now, right now, I know I, you talked about your son. Are you still a single mom or what? I am. Yes. Okay. Okay. Well, let me pop this up there because ah, I found this. That is my son. <laughs> okay. And, and I see that beautiful mural colored dog there. What, what kind of dog is that? It's a teacup teddy bear. Oh, my gosh. And I didn't know <laughs> who this was on your Facebook. Who is this? Oh, um, in December. My, my son's friend came to live with us a few years ago um, and he has a dog as well. In December, that's one of the puppies that I delivered at my house. I delivered a litter of 10 puppies. <laughs> okay. Okay. Listen, we have enjoyed hearing your journey, Sherry. And I know that, um, wow, I can't, I can't wait. I know everybody can't wait to read your chapter in disrupting the status quo. Dr. Sanja, I can see why you didn't handpick these women and I'm so, please make sure all of them come on the show. This is incredible to hear the journey here. So now who have we not gotten to yet? Is it Doretha over there? Doretha, <laughs> Doretha. Right. Is that have have we already gone through everybody that quick? Yes. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, so listen, I'm gonna get you to get your minds right because once we finish talking with Doretha, we're still gonna have a few minutes. So when we finish, I want each of you all to tell something that maybe you know was a tip that you didn't share, and you're like. Now the whole show about the end, and I didn't even say that. Okay, so get your mind right and think about that point, because I'm going to go to each of you and capture that point, all right? So, Doretha, how are you today? I'm great. I'm great. Thanks for having me on the show. And y'all are so beautiful, too. All Every <laughs> single person, and I'm just so excited to have each of you, and you're so powerful in your own right. So, listen, when we come back from this commercial break, Doretha, we're going to get to hear about you and your wonderful contribution to disrupting the status quo. If you all that are in the virtual studio audience know that it's important to disrupt the status quo after already hearing what you've heard, please make sure you put a heart or a, a, a number three or something in the comments <laughs> section. And we're going to be right back. It's not just When someone has lost a loved one, they want to know what exactly happened. They want to know, is the other person going to be held responsible? And they want closure. At Hunter Neverich, we help clients that have lost a loved one move on and to do that with dignity and respect that they deserve. All right, everyone, and we are back. We're back with Doretha. Is it Reese? Doretha Reese Wheatley. And now her chapter is called How to Build a Bridge and Get Over It. Mind blown. Drop the mic. Every one of these chapters. (laughs) 
Oh my gosh. I want to hear from you, Dr. Sanja, at the end too. How do people choose these chapter titles? Because all of them are like, drop the mic. Okay, 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 okay. <laughs> Save it for a minute though. All right. So she is a Chicago dressmaker. She's a designer, author, and vision strategist. She specializes in garment making for special occasions. Go ahead, girl. Okay. And spends her time helping others' visions come alive through entrepreneurship. And Something happened at the age of eight in her life, and I'm going to let her tell us about her creative first client. So I'm not going to read that. Uh, but this, this is yeah. I'm going to skip through all of that, okay? Because that's a good, that's a good story. That's where we're going. I'm telling you in advance, okay? All right. From the moment that she knew her call with an entrepreneurial spirit, she immediately went on to graduate and went full speed ahead on on this calling. And she's going to talk to you more about that. But she's overcome some significant things in her life. And she also donated funds to build the Chief Tamba Taylor Playground for disadvantaged communities in Liberia. Wow. Okay. A Better Tomorrow, Our Youth, a community forum, and Chicago Public Schools is just some of the things that she's done to help un underprivileged young people and teach them about fashion and entrepreneurship. She recently opened a 7,500 square feet boutique and entrepreneurial hub on the South Chicago Corridor. This is awesome. Welcome, Ms. Rise, to the Kim Jacobs Show. Glad to have you. Thank you. Glad to be oh, here. Man. Okay, so tell us who your first client was at the age of eight. <laughs> oh my God. At the age of eight, my first client was Barbie. Barbie, Skipper, <laughs> and Ken. <laughs> That's I, um, funny. Yeah, I developed my passion for fashion at the tender age of eight years old, not knowing that my mother and also my great grandmother uh, were seamstress. And um, I would just tear up everything, aluminum foil, socks, leather pants, whatever I can get my hands on and started creating there. Wow. And so you're real serious about this thing called fashion. You don't be playing. <laughs> That's no, hilarious. Actually, I'm looking, you know, it, I'm looking, you know what I'm doing right now. I'm looking. I'm looking at mm -hmm. some of the fashion stuff that's happening and all of it. I see a bunch of stuff going on, but I'm going to give you a chance to talk. And then I'm going to pop all of these pictures up and stuff in a minute. Yeah, but right. uh, <laughs> so how was it building uh, that 7,500 square feet property in Liberia? Talk to us about that. Okay, so the 7,500 square foot property is in Chicago, on South Chicago Corridor. Oh. The um, playground is in Liberia. The playground, okay. I was like, hey, wait, yes. what's happening to me? What did I it's read fine. wrong? Okay. No, no, <laughs> no, get it's fine. Off of those pictures over there and mm -hmm. get back on this. Yeah. <laughs> well, th thank you for doing that so nicely. You mm -hmm. was like, oh, poor thing. She confused. The 7,500 square feet <laughs> is in Chicago, baby. Come on, where you at? Where you at? Okay, it's so talk okay. to us about... Both projects. Talk to us. <laughs> okay. Well, we'll start with Liberia. Um, one of my fashion mentors, uh, Quinte Alexander, is now chief over in Liberia. And he's doing a lot of amazing things over there. And he reached out to um, designers and some of his close friends in an effort to support his vision in Liberia. So we all contributed funds to help make that a reality for the um, children over in Liberia. And as, mm -hmm. and then as far as the um the seventy five hundred square foot entrepreneurial hub, that is just amazing within itself. We're currently still building out. I've been building out since November. Um, no PPPs, no EIDLs, just you know me being resourceful and the Lord blessing. 
um, I was looking for a larger space to um, host my boutique. I had a 256 square foot boutique for two years in Bridgeport. And my students would come over and they refer to it as the hub. I would give them sewing lessons and they just wouldn't go away. I'm like, okay, so they would say, hey, Dee, are you at the hub? Or can we come by? Could you help me with a project? And since they initially invested in me and paying for a sewing lesson, at that point, I would return the favor. So I would allow them to come over and work on their projects without charge. After a while, it became a somewhat of a storage unit. And I'm like, hey, guys, um, this isn't working. Um, and I just began to pray and say, Lord, I need a bigger space. I need, I need a place where young people can come and be creative, where it really won't hurt my pockets, right? Because as an entrepreneur, we all know that it's not an easy task. It's just not. Um, you know, you're, you're up um, on the mountaintop one day and in the valley low the next day. So um, my heart was for young people who had a desire to design and just become entrepreneurs in any facet. So um, from there, I prayed and I went looking. When I got to this place, someone was walking out. I said, wait a minute, did she just take the place I came in to get? <laughs> and um, the owner was there and he said, well, let me show you something else. And he took me to the second floor and he opened the door and it was about 1,500 square feet. I was like, hey, I'll take it. That's a big jump from 256, right? Yes. And so it's an open space and it had three rooms to the side. I said, it's perfect. He said, no, there's more. And I'm looking like, what are you talking about, Willis? You know, so I'm really confused <laughs> at this point, right? So we walk into the back and he just starts showing me this place. And oh my God, I have 11 rooms, 7,500 square feet. And when my daughter came, she said, mom, this is what you've been praying for. Mm -hmm. And that's when it dawned on me. Cause I'm like, what am I gonna do with all this space? Exactly what I wrote in my business plan four years earlier that I wanted an entrepreneurial hub. Mm -hmm. So um, I'm glad that, that write the vision, make it plain. That business plan that I wrote, that vision that I wrote out and I made it plain. Yeah. It came forth. I'm I'm so, so grateful that I wrote the vision. Yes. I am proud. I'm so proud of you. And, and I can you. just envision everything that you're saying. I can't wait for you to have the photos and everything. I did go to deep dive <laughs> to see if I could find some. I didn't find that, but I did find this. <laughs> wow. What's that? That's me and my niece. We um she had an event and um we had to dress up and we wore our hats and things like that. So those are two of those are my daughters there. The other one is my niece. And this is my personal page on Facebook. Um RP Couture is where you will go to find anything pertaining to my sewing. And I'm currently revamping. Uh, those are my beautiful children. I have five um Jabbar, uh Felicity, Serenity, Christian, and Patience. Those are my five heartbeats. Love them dearly. Wow. That's amazing. And that is a gorgeous family. Gorgeous family. Thank gorgeous. you. Yes. Okay. Okay. So um, definitely make sure you all stay connected. And I know you, Mackenzie, you had just put that up, put it back up for me one time. And I will make sure that we share with people how to stay connected with you. Go ahead and tell everybody how they can stay connected with you. Well, um, the best way to connect with me currently, because we're revamping everything, is through my website. It's um, Reese's Pieces Couture, but if you Google RP Couture, it will come up and you can click. It'll take you directly to the Hub's website and it kind of touches on everything that goes on there. We have writer's block. We have an esthetician there. We had a real estate broker, a therapist. We're going to have a podcast room. We have a meeting room and also could be utilized for corporate type events. So there's a lot going on at the Hub. And um, yeah, the best way to, to reach us is through the website, but you can also get a glimpse of what RP could 
Couture is doing on Instagram, which is RP Couture underscore, or um, Reese's Pieces Couture on Facebook. That is awesome. Okay. So listen, everybody, this is going to be an incredible read. It's going to be like you're at the movies. So at the end of the day, when you read through all of these chapter titles alone and experience with these women are going to be sharing in this anthology, disrupting the status quo, you don't want to, you don't want to miss how to build a bridge and get over it. How Really? That's what you thought? That's coming up soon on this show at some point. Take Identity, taking the me out of mediocrity. Okay. Mm -hmm. A leap of faith. Uh, I took one for the team. You know how many times I took one for the team? And then got kicked in my teeth. Oh. Lord have mercy. I want that person. Who is that? Who is that? Uh, Tia. Tia, bring her on Kim Jake's show. I ain't playing. Okay. Okay. Yeah, it's a lot of different ones. I ain't going to read all of them. Get the book. Get the book, Disrupting the Status Quo. Dr. Sonya, tell everybody how they can get that book. Well, they can get the book reaching out to any one of these co-authors. They are the ones that are selling the book and you can reach, they can, they are selling the book. I am just, <clears throat> I am just the merchandise product, but they are selling the book. I am, as a visionary, I made a decision not to sell the book because I want my co-authors to be supported. So all of the co-authors, you can reach out to any of them and I'm sure that they'd be happy to send you an autographed copy. So please take the information down and I invite them back to the Kim Jacobs show to tell more about their stories. Um, but please reach out to them. As I said, we've sold close to a thousand books already and I'm sure they would love for you to reach out to one of them to purchase the book. Awesome, awesome. Okay, closing comment right quick from you, Desiree. Tell us a closing comment. I'm gonna just leave y'all where you are and just get the closing comment. De oh, Desiree, let's see. Okay, we can't hear you. Okay, let's go to Sherry right quick. Sherry, give us a closing comment. Okay, let's go to Sherry right quick. Sherry, give us a closing comment. <laughs> That's some kind of feedback. I just Sherry, had a conversation Sherry. with myself. So, um... <laughs> Um, so just remember that if you want to do something in life, do it. If you want to learn something, learn it. Don't stop. No one is stopping you, but you, you always have a choice in life and you get one chance, one life. So just live it and do everything you want. That's so good. So good. Just, you got this one life. I believe in personally, I'm going to have eternal lives in heaven. So I, I, and I have to get to heaven. I have to be in heaven to be with my family members that are there. But um, this one life on this earth, live it. Okay, Desiree, let's unmute you. Go ahead. I have to get to heaven. I have to be in heaven to be with my family members that are there. That's okay for that to repeat again. I have to preach. That's when you're preaching and they get a reverb. Oh, yeah, seriously. So right my, can you all hear me? Because my sound is messing up. Okay, go ahead. We can hear you. I can't hear me, but I'll just say this. I'm this is a closing, right? Yes. Okay. I just want to say one of the things that I want to encourage women to do is one of the things I want to encourage women to do is to crush mediocrity and being insecure and lazy. That's what I had to do to begin my woman up moments was to crush being insecure and lazy. That's what I wanted to leave with the ladies. And thank wow. you. Wow. Toya. 
one of the things I want to leave with um, with everyone is when a door is opened up for you to get out of a place of mediocrity, walk in it. <laughs> don't don't stay stuck. When the opportunity comes, move forward and do it. Don't stay stuck in your place of mediocrity. <laughs> Come on, Doretha Reese. <laughs> well, my chapter is about love and um, having it in the wrong places. So what I want to leave with people is to always have the right perspective when it comes to love, because true love, the love of God never fails. That's good. And Dr. Sonia, I know you said how people can get the book, but is there a closing comment from you? I want to say that, ladies, I was glad to serve you. I know I, I, I expect so much more for you, from you. <clears throat> and as you heard, Kim says, reach out to her. Come on the show. She'd love to have you on the show uh, to tell more about your story. And I want to say to everyone that you have to be a disruptor. And one of the things that I want to say is become the architect of your success. <clears throat> Begin to become the architect of your success. You can be successful. You have the right and do not let anyone tell you that you can't. Have a great day. Wow. There you have it, everybody. Become the architect of your own success. I'm not about to get off this show without putting some up here from the Doretha because uh, I, I did find something on Doretha's page too. So might as well go ahead and put that up there too, right? Don't be playing. Let's see. Let me get uh, Dr. Sonia be like, why you put something up about Doretha? I know she'll call me later because I know her. Okay, go ahead. See, it's something, something I found on your page. Oh, wait, no, wait. I, don't, I don't know who those people no, are. Oh, not Doretha. <laughs> I've been done with Ray. I already put Doretha. I, I already did you, Doretha. You're so crazy. Oh you know you. I meant Desiree. You're like, I don't know the fuck. <laughs> Uh, Desiree, unmute yourself. I don't think I have put anybody That's from my your... family. <laughs> I didn't know. I didn't. I didn't put anybody from yours when we were talking, did I? I don't think I have put anybody. Uh, no, take Doretha off, Mackenzie. Don't follow my wrong. <laughs> That's my honey. Take it off. Take Doretha name. That's my honey. <laughs> Oh Wait a God. minute, y'all. This, this is not the day to be doing the training. I'm doing it all wrong. Okay. It's okay. Please, Beautiful. Mackenzie, leave it off. <laughs> Mackenzie and I, are, I'm training her, right? And so I didn't let, this is a good example. Let me stop for a second. <laughs> let me start over. <laughs> I'm in my own world over here. Toya, if the Lord can reveal to you, at least you know I'm being sincere, right? Because you're a mm -hmm. midwife and you know the sincerity behind what I'm doing. <laughs> I'm sorry. I was supposed to be trying to find something for Desiree, <laughs> right? Because when I said Desiree's name at the beginning and I went through introducing <laughs> her, I didn't put any of her personal stuff up. So I wanted to find some pictures regarding Desiree. But now Mackenzie, Mackenzie who's backstage, I made a mistake and, and put up Desiree's family's picture, right? On Doretha's oh, information. So <laughs> Mackenzie, don't put any banner up. It's me making a mistake. Don't follow me. I'm taking you off a cliff, girl. What don't follow me. Just let me do this. Because <laughs> today I'm training someone on my team backstage. So she's following me and I'm taking her off a cliff. That's the worst thing in the world when you're leading and you leading somebody astray, right? Isn't that crazy? Okay, let me start over. This is Desiree's family, y'all. God help me here. 
Is that your boo? Yes. Desiree, please tell me that's your bow ass. Yes. All right. All right. This is your family right here, right? Yeah. <laughs> right. Okay. Okay. And I don't know that's who this mind. is, but I saw that picture and loved it. Who is that, Desiree? That's mine. Okay. Okay. I just didn't want to get off the show today and had had the opportunity to put other people's information up and didn't put something up for you, Desert. That's my husband <laughs> and my mother. I was standing with my mom. That's wonderful. All right, y'all. Now that y'all had a whole comedy experience here on the Kim Jacobs show <laughs> on top of everything else, Dr. Sonia, I really hope you and all of the ladies here enjoy. Make sure you all get your copies of Disrupting the Status Quo. <laughs> You can get it from any of the authors. And I do see a lot more wonderful. comments, but I'll just pop them up as we close out. I'll pop your comments up as we close out today's episode. But people said, hey, Cheryl said, you go, ladies. I just love this. Love it. Love it. <laughs> Suzanne says she loved it. Loved it. Everybody's been commenting. The spirit of God is all over this show today. Everyone needs to see this. Thank you all so much sharing. Okay. Okay. Mm -hmm. Everybody, thank you for tuning in. Ladies, if you could stay backstage for one brief moment and I will tell you, I'll, I'll connect with you backstage. Everybody have a great day. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> have a great one. Bye. My goodness, Kim. <laughs> Woo. everyone. I'm Kim Jacobs, host of The Kim Jacobs Show, where we're bringing balance to the world one household at a time. Listen, we go live every weekday, Monday through Friday at 11 o'clock a.m. Eastern Standard Time. I bring guests on that talk about their backstories, things that they've had to overcome to become who they